Welcome into Loho Daily. I am Loho, a.k.a. Lawrence Holmes. Thanks for listening to today's podcast. I am going to talk about the Bears game in Washington tonight, Monday Night Football, the end of week three. And I have to tell you, I was thinking about this before I cracked the microphone. I am still in the mode of giving the Bears the benefit of the doubt. I still have a lot of uh, good feelings about what I saw for most of the year last year offensively and all of the year last year defensively to still give them the benefit of the doubt against a bum team like Washington. Washington is not very good, although, although, offensively they're better than you think. Case Keenum through two games has played okay. Like, and, and Honestly, he's played better than okay. He hasn't turned the ball over. He He's thrown for a lot of yards. Now, some of that has to do with being down in games and you're trying to fight your way back. But he's been very smart with the football. He's thrown five touchdowns, no interceptions, and has gone over 300 yards in both of those games. I feel like had Case Keenum been the quarterback in Denver last week, the Bears would have lost that game. And even with Joe Flacco as the quarterback last week, they still almost lost last week. So he's good enough to win if he had a lot of help around him. There doesn't seem to be a lot of help around him. But back to my giving the Bears the benefit of the doubt. I still think against a defense that is pretty much in the bottom two or three in every category in the NFL, points allowed, yards allowed, deep balls allowed, chunk plays allowed, like all of that stuff, the the, the Washington team is, is very low uh, on the list of defensive uh, t- things to worry about. But – I've heard Matt Nagy say over the last couple of days that the Bears, and Mitch has said this too, that the Bears need to worry about themselves, that they have to figure out what's going on with them, especially offensively, and not worry about necessarily who they're going up against. Meanwhile, out in the NFC North, there's a problem. If the Bears were to lose this game, and I – I'm having a hard time finding a scenario where they do. Last week, I I, I kind of painted the picture of the, the scenario where Denver finds itself in a game. The, the Bears' defense will get tired. Flacco will get better as the game goes on. They come up with a big play late. They can win the game. I don't think that the same is true for Washington. I I feel like they're they're so lacking in talent that they're not going to be able to overcome the Bears defense. I don't expect that the Bears defense will have another bad night and maybe they can make this game comfortable for Mitch in the offense. The NFC North, pretty good so far. Minnesota looks tough. That's the Bears' next opponent. And I think a real challenge for the Bears Green Bay is hasn't even figured out who they are yet offensively. Defensively, way better than than I think most people were expecting. Even the people in Green Bay, I think they thought they would see an improvement but not see the level of improvement that they've seen so far. And Lions haven't Lions. Well, except for that first game where they Lionsed it. But since then, Detroit's been they they haven't lost. Never lost. They haven't lost yet. So the the Bears are in this position where they have to 
make sure that they're keeping tether to the rest of the division, especially when you consider that next week's game is against a division opponent. You've already lost one of those. You don't want to lose another one if you don't have to. So that brings you to what is what is to be expected from Mitchell Trubisky tonight. In looking at what Washington is on defense, I say that that they should be able to ball out. The question is, is his confidence in a place where he is going to maybe take some risks, some looks that does he hesitate at all? He who hesitates is lost, right? Does he hesitate or does he try and make plays down the field? It's possible that he could get some run after the catch type stuff or they can break a big run and it'll make things extremely easy for 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 Mitch and the Bears offense. But they need to show something. Even with the win against Denver, the win itself felt great, but it led to as many questions about what the Bears are offensively as what happened the week before. So far, the Bears have had 22 possessions on offense. They've scored one touchdown. If you look at Mitchell Trubisky's numbers this year, they don't compare to the type of stuff that Patrick Mahomes is doing in a quarter. And I know he might be the best quarterback in the game right now. No disrespect, Tom Brady. But still, when you're seeing a similar offense put up more points and more chunk plays and their quarterback looking more confident. And you can look at the Eagles, too. And I know the Eagles are, are sitting there at one and two. But Carson Wentz has been has looked more confident throwing the ball than Mitch has. Can Mitch summon some of his bravado and his creativity from last year? Can, can Matt Nagy strip down the playbook to hear the plays that we know Mitch can do really well? It's, it's almost like starting over. Why don't we take the plays that we know he does really well and let's run them and we'll run them, you know, this side, that side. We'll change up the formations a little bit, whatever it is that he can do to get comfortable. I'd like to see Mitch be better throwing the ball down the field. And I'm not talking about air raid bombs away type offense. I'm just saying that when guys are, are open, put it on their hands put them in a position to be able to help you make a play. There's been a lot of discussion over the last two weeks. Receivers aren't getting open. Honestly, I, I feel like that's BS. I've gone back through the tape. Guys are open. He's missing them. He's got to make some of those plays. I don't think that the Bears wide receiving core is one of the best in the league. I do think Allen Robinson is pretty damn good. That's the guy that he focuses on, and usually what we've seen – We've seen two things already in these last two games. They're going to throw zone looks at Mitch to confuse him. They'll do some mug technique between the A-gap to make protections change. And then last week we saw, well, if you have a cornerback that's good enough, like Chris Harris, he can follow Allen Robinson. Washington doesn't have that. They Josh Norman, if we're talking about Josh Norman from four years ago, Maybe you would have him follow Allen Robinson, but that guy's gone now. And Landon Collins, I is I think a really good player, but I don't think that I don't think that they've 
they have enough firepower in their secondary that they can do that. They could, they they maybe could show a couple, like maybe you run two man occasionally over on Allen Robinson, but that opens up the opportunity for Mitch to run. I feel like he's a guy that needs to be, he needs to run to, to get involved in the game. The other thing that defenses have done is that linemen have been really disciplined with their rush lanes and haven't allowed for Mitch to get out the house. So they're keeping him in. So I wonder if there might be an opportunity for a couple of called runs for Mitch, some some keeper stuff on the, the RPOs where you just say, all right, this is one of your skills. Let's use your skill to, to make a play for us, and then maybe you get the best version of him going into the game. We shall see. There's a couple of injuries that to make note of with the Bears. You have Bilal Nichols, who's got his hand broken, and he's in a cast. So you have that situation going on. Kyle Long is listed as questionable for this game. The more interesting thing is, or the more upsetting is, that Eddie Pinheiro has a knee injury. He's listed as questionable. This is what Matt Nagy told WBBM News Radio 780 and 105.9 FM this morning about Pinheiro. We'll see how he feels later on tonight. He'll, he'll be okay. I, I feel good about it. Um, and then we'll just kind of get a, a pulse from him as to how it's feeling, and, and then we'll, we'll adapt to, uh, to what he says. All right, so there must be a plan in place uh, pregame and hour by hour as you lead up to tonight. Uh, you probably want to avoid any emergency backup situations, but what can you share with us about uh, how teams like yourself in a situation like this might have to plan for any sort of scenario? Yeah, what you have to do is you have to just look at some contingency plans and figure out, okay, if, if we do have them, um, how, what's our plan? And then, and then if he's, if he's hurting a little bit or he feels like, you know, it's, it's going to be a tough go, then what's our plan there? And, and, you know, it's, it's all, uh, all a part of the, the, uh, the plan. And I mean, for us, we'll, we'll, we'll have something figured out and, and I feel, I feel confident, um, either way, really. Okay. So the kicker who won you the game with the 53 yard field goal might not be available. I I'd honestly be surprised if he didn't play what I'm guessing is, is that they're traveling another kicker with them. They'll make some sort of roster move where they'll just they'll you know take someone off the active roster and cut them and then they'll sign this kicker, have them kick in the game and then probably cut them if Eddie Pinheiro is healthy and ready to go against Minnesota. That's my guess on what their contingency plan is. The hope is that that Pinheiro is is just able to go and that he's not hampered. If he's having a knee issue, either way, whether it's his kick foot or his plant foot, it's not great. So hopefully this contingency plan works. I don't think they'll need him to rescue them, but you at least want to know that you have a kicker in place. So now we're already back to worrying about the kicker again. Got seven whole days of not worrying about the kicker. Kicker wins a game. Everyone's, even the mayor, even the mayor said the Bears have a kicker now. Go through seven whole days of that. And now Monday Night Football is here. The Bears are in Washington. And and now you have to worry about the kicker again. I don't usually do predictions on the show. I will say that I, I, if you want to know my opinion, want to know my opinion on this, 
I think the Bears are going to win this. This feels like a get-right game. Uh, the great poet Jennifer uh, Lopez said, we can get right. Maybe the Bears can get right tonight against Washington. If they don't get right against Washington, there's a major problem and there's some major games looming for them as we get through this season. It starts to get real, real, and you want to stockpile as many wins against bums as you can. They will have that opportunity tonight against Washington, and if they don't get right, there will be much bigger problems for us to discuss. I will have a podcast for you after the game is done. Win or lose, rain or shine, that podcast will go up. Since the game is very late, the pod will probably, because I have TV stuff to do, I probably will have that posted for you around midnight or so. So make sure you come back here for that post-game breakdown. If you haven't checked out some of the past podcasts, there's a really good Cubs one that I did on Saturday after that that disaster with Kimbrell. There's some stuff from earlier in the week about Mitch. There's a couple of interesting baseball nuggets that I think that you should listen to. So please, if you haven't subscribed to this podcast, do so. And thank you for your subscription. Thank you for listening to the preview. And we'll talk after the Bears game is over. You can hit me up on Twitter as well. At Lawrence W. Holmes is where you can find me. I'm on Instagram too. And I'll be on TV tonight on NBC Sports Chicago. And I promise you there are no conflicts. As soon as that game goes double zero, we are going to be on the air. So hopefully you will watch tonight. We will have fun along with Olin Krutz, Lance Briggs, Matt Forte, and Alex Brown. So NBC Sports Chicago, as soon as the game goes final. All right. Talk to you soon.